Welcome to Behind the Brand. This series is for you if you're interested in taking a deeper look at the appliance brands you're considering and if you want to learn more about the most popular brands and kitchen appliances in general. So we asked industry leaders about their latest advancements and what's next for your kitchens. You also find about the current supply chain problems and a realistic timetable for ordering appliances. What's really fascinating is the origin story behind some of these brands. They're remarkable tales about entrepreneurs who built grills from sheet metal shops or created cooking products when people were used to cooking over an open flame. So what you're about to watch will show you how to make educated appliance buying decisions and as a bonus, a glimpse of the technological advancements that are on the horizon as well as how to plan ahead before your next project. LG is one of the most recognized brands around the world. They are a true multinational conglomerate. Today's episode, we speak with Vice President of Sales for LG, Randy Warner. Randy started working for LG after stints at Samsung, Sub-Zero, Electrolux, and Maytag. LG has been a true leader in the innovation of smart appliances and new technologies in recent years. So there's a lot to cover. Let's jump in. We're talking to Randy Warner, uh, head of sales for LG and SKS. Thank you for joining us, Randy. No, thank you, Steve, for having me. This is great. You know, I was looking over your LinkedIn profile and I had a smile. You're an ex-Maytag guy. You were there for 15 years. And what made me smile, it seems like the whole industry is run by ex-Maytag people. <laughs> and it is, you know, for people that don't know, ex-Maytag people run the company. They even run the company that acquired them. But what was the most valuable lesson you learned at Maytag? Mm. Um, you know, I, I think... For me, that was coming right out of college, Steve. So it was, I was very impressionable. But one thing I heard and had learned through that process was they had by far the best training program of any manufacturer in the appliance business, but also up against companies like Xerox at the time that had really formal training programs. And so um, I knew going in, no matter what I did, if I stayed in this or I went and did something else, the training that I received through that would be fantastic. And so as my career progressed through Maytag, what you learn in that is, you know, the, the real basics of retail. And I say that and we knew how to, you know, train on a product, they videotaped us, we tore product down and built it back up. As salespeople, that's pretty good if you can do that. Uh, we would never want to sell those to a consumer, but we knew inside that that we we could take anything apart and put it back together so we when we trained we could talk and educate so really about the basics of retail and and those were like making sure floors were perfect making sure that we worked retail and spent saturdays on showroom floors and trained those were the three basic things and at that time we would, we didn't have phones you know there was no such thing as a cell phone so we were answering pagers by, you know, <laughs> making calls from dealers, uh, uh, um, phones to other dealers. So it was a unique time for sure, knowing what I know today, how we communicate versus what that was. That was a very uh, challenging opportunity back then. You know, it's really interesting, but the guy who taught me the most in the business early in my career was an ex-Maytag guy, Doug West. Mm. You know, he was our rep, but 
you, you guys were were professional before you know it's certainly in an industry that's 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 really decidedly not professional in, sure. in a lot of ways sure but you know and then your next big stint yeah. you went from washers and dryers <laughs> you went to sub-zero yeah um what was your biggest challenge going from selling five ninety nine washers to eight thousand dollar refrigerators and built in cooking and that's sort of yeah it's a it's a um you know there there's a unique part of the luxury segment for sure and I think for me thinking back on it it's still uh, a transactional sale that occurs in a showroom that all is still the same the one element that I found to be different is how much influence the trade organizations have in that process. And so whether it's a designer or custom home builder or an architect who's working with that customer, there's a lot of influence that they bring to the table with their clients. And so, um, you know, it may be as easy as their clients are walking into your showroom and saying, hey, my designer said I need this particular product and that's what gets sold. And, you know, for the really good sales associates, those are easy write-ups. Sure, I've got this. Absolutely, I'll sell you that. So um, that's what I think I found the, the mm -hmm. biggest difference between you know what I would call the core part of the, the business, the appliance business, and the luxury segment is the amount of influence that the design community has in that process. It's funny you should say that there's no architects specifying front-load washers. Nothing <laughs> no. much. But you, you, you happen to be, that's, that's spot on. You know, there is a... Uh, you know, the more sophisticated appliance, the more sophisticated people seem to get for help. Correct. But then you were left to run Decor. Yeah. Which, which is another, albeit much smaller, family-owned American company. What drew you to Decor from Sub-Zero? Well, you know, there's, um, I looked at Decor as one of those few opportunities as uh, my role at Sub-Zero at the time was the president of the distribution side. So I ran the West, which was the mm -hmm. Southern California, and then the Southwest, which was their Arizona distribution. And, um, you know, I had this opportunity at Decor to run the company and which that's a unique uh, thing to do. And I don't get many opportunities come along in your career where the, here you hold the keys to all of it. And so, and it, as a brand for Decor, it had good heritage. It was a 75 year old, old brand, but didn't have a lot of life in it. And so, you know, my job was really to, uh, from my background of what I knew and what I had learned is to put those into uh, implementation at Decor. And, and we had the funding now to do that. And so that was the exciting part is they were relaunching that brand. And, um, you know, we, we, it, it's like a startup and we called it a 75 year old startup because that's exactly what it was. So funny, but a lot of fun in the process, a lot of work um, to get it moving and, and get the revenue generated out of it correctly. But a lot of learnings in that for me specifically. So it was really helpful in my career. And yeah, Decor is a very interesting company for me. You know, they, they had a lot of first that they never capitalized on. They had the first, yeah. first convection oven, first 30 yeah. inch under counter oven. Yeah. Um, you know, the first. 30 inch double oven. They had the gas yeah. and dual fuel with a gas broiler yeah. and they just were never able to capitalize. Do, on do you remember the 30 inch dishwasher? <laughs> one of my friends bought one in, in Texas. We never, <laughs> we never really sold them because I, I, I never believe in proprietary products because what happens, 
you know, what happens when you, when that 30 inch dishwasher, oh. when it's discontinued or broken, yeah. Yeah. what do you do then? You know, it's You're just replacing like, cabinets. Exactly. That's <laughs> what you do is you replace cabinets. <laughs> but then you went from, you know, kind of startup family company in your own yeah. words to yeah. Samsung buying it out. Yeah. There must've been some serious culture shock. What yeah. were the adjustments you needed to make for that? Yeah, it was, you know, I, I came on to uh, Decor post acquisition of Samsung. So I started there in 2018 and Samsung had acquired the company in 2016. Hmm. Steve, but so I reported uh, as a separate business unit of Decor into uh, the headquarters over in Korea. And so um, we weren't really, we were running it as a subsidiary of Samsung. And then in like 2020 is we made that decision to integrate Decor into the Samsung uh, North America umbrella and make it a part of Samsung's uh, global appliance offering. And so, um, you know, the, the culture shock for me, or not really shock, but adjustment for sure is, you know, um, working in a very privately held company like Sub-Zero was or is still, um, mm -hmm. to a corporate uh, culture again um, with a lot of different layers of management and reporting structure, et cetera. That was probably the biggest adjustment for me. And not that I hadn't done it before with Maytag. I had, mm -hmm. but it was it was just, all right, I had spent 10, 12 years with Sub-Zero and you know how lean of an organization they are in that regard. And, sure. and so uh, that was probably the biggest adjustment, I would say. There, you know. Um, Korean company, whether it's LG or Samsung, very driven um, and uh, just exceptional leadership through the through um, both of the organizations. So um, you learn something in every one of those. And I felt like I while it was Decor was a part of Samsung at the time, I felt like I worked for two different companies as we went through that uh, reorg. So it was good. For, yeah. Good for me. You know, it's really interesting when you think, talk about some series, you know, I think Gen Air. You know, they, they yeah. claim it's an independent subsidiary of Whirlpool and then yeah. Decor is in, it, that doesn't last too long. Mm. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can have your fun for a couple of years until we decide that you need to yeah. follow the rules like everybody else. You know, 100%. I, I don't mean I don't mean the rules, but yeah. the methodologies yeah. and, yes. you know, yeah. uh, of the other companies. But, yep. you know, so now you're at LG you're one of the only yeah. guys that have, have, have walked on both sides of really <laughs> the most aggressive companies yeah. in the in the in the business. Um. How would you compare LG to Samsung? Um, you know, I, I think organizationally they are set up different. Um, uh, what attracted me to the LG side was honestly the senior leadership. Um, you know, for me coming over, I was uh, to run the, the builder business for LG as well as the signature kitchen suite luxury mm -hmm. category. And those were two, those were two fairly new and startup parts of LG's business. Um, but the unique aspect that I saw from their leadership was I didn't have to educate them on what luxury was, and I didn't have to educate them on what the builder business was. They had done plenty of research on that uh, way in advance of me showing up. So uh, unlike maybe I would say at Samsung, where I felt like I was always selling internally what this category was and what what it meant for them and how we were going to do uh, how we were going to grow our revenue through the luxury segment so 
I didn't do, I didn't go through that process uh, coming into LG. Uh, they they really had done their homework and understood the, the category fairly well. Yeah, I would say uh, of the two brands, I mean, I would say that LG is more appliance focused and Samsung is just another one of their kind of yeah. things that they do. Yeah, 100%, Stephen. Uh, the unique part for LG is the home appliance uh, group is uh, the bulk of the LG business. It, it, it generates the revenue. Um, of the LG uh, overall portfolio, home appliance leads the way. And, huh. you know, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, for them to get where they want to be in the appliance uh, business, and there's no mistake about that, they want to be number one. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to be number one in the appliance business. Um, they have to figure out other aspects besides retail. They're, they're excellent at selling product at retail. They have to figure out the builder business. They have to figure out the luxury segment. And so adding those two components into the retail part of this um, will expand that and hopefully be able to get us to that number one role. Yeah. By, by builder, you mean the, the towers and the multi. Correct. Yeah, Correct. Okay. True builder the, business. True builder business. Yes. Not custom. No. Well, custom, custom would be on the, custom would be on the SKS. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. You know, I've asked this question to everybody that's been on this and it doesn't apply to you. So I'm going to ask it in a totally <laughs> different way. All right. See, LG is different from every other company insofar as, how, you know, you don't have the same supply chain issues. I'm, I mean, mm. you do to some degree. I sure. would say that your fulfillment has been decent, which is yeah. in this day and age spectacular. I yeah. mean, your fulfillment when compared to anybody else is just spectacular. So I only have really one question for you in that regard is how? Yeah. How have you been able to do it where everybody else, with some exception, yep. hasn't? Has not. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, there's a couple things to that. We're, we're fairly vertically integrated. And I mean that in that we, we build a lot of our own uh, components that go into the product. We make our own compressors. We don't rely on, you know, a lot of other people. Now, wiring harnesses, absolutely. We buy those from a, a parts manufacturer. But what we don't do is rely on one single source supplier through that. Because if something happens with that supplier, whether it's foaming or wiring harnesses or chips or whatever it is, you see what can happen from that. And so we've avoided that by having multiple uh, parts sources through this to help us prevent big outages. And, and listen, we're not perfect in this, but we're better than most is what I would say. And, you know, the one thing for us is we saw this as a massive opportunity for us to grow share in the industry. And so, you know, the executives made decisions that, okay, for us to gain share, we're going to make more investments in this business. We're going to overinvest in it. And that's through increased production, increased costs in transportation to get product over here. We did all of that. And so um, we, you know, when it when it costs twenty five thousand dollars for a container and you can put twenty four refrigerators on that container, you know we didn't pass that cost on to the customer. We we took that cost, and so we took that cost knowing that we're going to gain share through this process and keep supplying the industry with product. So, it, so think of a brand like Signature Kitchen Suite that is really an up and coming luxury mm -hmm. brand. We gained a lot of share, probably pulled two to three, four years ahead, Steve, just because 
we were able to supply product to customers and to designers that needed something quicker than a year out, right? So uh, um, we're doing the best we can with the supply chain. There's challenges for us too, but we're, our challenges are more seven to eight weeks than they are seven to eight months. Yeah, it's funny because um, we're going to get to SKS um, in, in, you know, a little bit towards yeah. the end. But, you know, we always ask the question is, you know, uh, unlike this is a, 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 po- a pandemic, post-pandemic question is, do you need it? You know, give us your idea of, before we show you anything, give yeah. us an idea of your lead time. Yeah. Is right. it, is it, is it uh, before eight months or after eight months? Yeah. You know, so in a lot of cases, um, you know, for panelized dishwashers, you're the only game in town right now. Yeah, I know it is. And, you know, it's funny. I just, I, I read your blog today on, you know, accessible inventory and brands and things like that. And um, uh, it, it's, it's dead on. Don't, don't make a mistake that you think you're going to get this in three weeks. It's eight months, 12 months, whatever it might be. So I think there's just a lot more planning that goes into it for sure. As you know, Yeah. the, the other part is, for, for people watching this, uh, for, for people buying appliances now, you know, we get ETAs yeah. um, and by and large, most companies will change their ETAs. It's kind of like flying. Buying appliances is kind of like flying. I was flying yesterday. Everything was on time until I got to the airport, you know, and then it's like an hour, two hour delay. It's like, yeah. you know, it's supposed to be in this week and they changed the ETA. There's been yeah. some companies that have changed ETAs from five months to a year in five months. Yeah, that's right. You're right, so, Steve. So it, it's, it's, buying appliances now is very tricky you have to like almost really consider buying in stock stuff or waiting a year to two years to really start your project that said um and we didn't talk about you guys automated your factories as well yeah we did right yeah Yeah. we did and i i didn't mention that but you know just just so happens that you know we had some new manufacturing facilities coming online uh, at the same time that the pandemic sort of hit. So we benefited for from an increase in production uh, off of that as well. And, you know, and in that new factory, there's a lot of automation in there. There's a lot of robots that are building things and the robots didn't get COVID. So, uh, and robots don't need to socially distance. No, they don't. No, they do not. <laughs> you know, you're laughing, but, you know, can you imagine being president of LG and then having your factory shut down and then OSHA saying, oh, it's now six feet apart. And you're like, well, yeah. the machines are three feet apart. That's right. I mean, you know, exactly I, right. I feel bad for those. Yeah. But you, you don't have to deal with that. So, you know, this is probably a general question I, I, I should have asked in the beginning, but as head of this brand, you know, could you tell people maybe why they should consider LG? I mean, certainly supply would be a sure. good one, but yeah. anything else come to mind? Yeah, I you know for for the signature kitchen suite brand the the and the I'm sure you were not begging for another luxury brand to come to the marketplace. You did not need another luxury brand. So available luxury brand. Yeah, yeah. So when we when we came up with the brand, we ha- we knew we had to create things inside of it that were uh, unique to the industry uh, that maybe others didn't have. Um, and so through that process, and also really target a different and new consumer uh, set that was coming into play here, whether it's, uh, you know, the Gen X group and or the millennial generation that's coming through with some buying power now. So our product and our focus around building this product was not as much on the baby boomer side, but that next level underneath there that has a little bit more tech focus to it. 
uh, mm-hmm. and has grown up with whether it was LG TVs or LG phones or whatever that might be, they're very uh, in tune to the technology side. So, but they they also enjoy cooking, and so we we landed with a customer set that we call Technicurian. So, somebody that really enjoys cooking at home, as well as there's some cool and unique features that we offer up like us like sous vide nobody else does sous vide and the reason we chose sous vide is because it is a great way of cooking great method of cooking but nobody has ever done it in a residential setting where it's part of your appliance you have to buy a third piece of appliance or a small appliance to make that happen and and you know uh we make a we make a range we make a range top that has sous vide in that, mm-hmm. which is unique. We also put induction in top on our top, range top. So um, we made a lot of unique things. And uh, this next year, we're going to bring out the industry's first 48 inch French door re- built in refrigerator. And that'll be another hero piece for us that is um, unique. O- others will have a 48 inch French door. We know that. But what's what's very cool about our product is it is a integrated model. Mm-hmm. That design is spectacular on it because the break at the refrigerator door to the freezer doors below is right at the belt line of the countertop. So you can do a lot of unique things around the design. You could panel the bottom of it, make the, stain- the top of it stainless. You could do two different colors of panels to it. Um, or you can do it all stainless. You can make it proud, integrate it into your cabinetry, however you want to do it. So we put a lot of design flexibility into this. And then just thinking about the bottom four drawers are two 24 inch drawer setups, just like cabinet drawers would be. So as you looked across a line of cabinets on the lowers, you would see 24 inch breaks across that, which is perfect for the design community. Yeah, it's, it's also good because one of the questions I'm gonna say, if you have a big 48 inch bottom drawer, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and, yeah. you, and you load that thing up, yeah. I mean, that's like, a, that's a, yes. a good gym curl, a reverse yes, gym yes, curl, yes. a tricep yes, curl. Yes, it you know, is. it's interesting that you mentioned sous vide. I mean, um, yeah, you know, that's for people that don't know, that's precision boiling in a bag. Yeah. I mean, I, I've often wondered how you vacuum seal that bag, but I'm sure there's 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 probably tabletop appliances that can there are. That. Yeah, for sure. But but how do you how would you, you know, say, OK, sous vide, how did you research to get that's going to be one of our options now, again, for people that don't know this range? You've also leveraged it with induction, which probably yeah. is the way yeah. the whole segment's going to go eventually, Correct. especially Correct. with these gas bands going. And you have 23,000 BTU burners. Yes. And that's yeah. right now, yeah. that's the, the biggest, one of the biggest sealed. And then you put sous vide on the side. I yeah. mean, what from your research? Yeah, it, it's a, a good question. I wasn't here for the beginning of the launch of the brand where they did a lot of that. But, you know, there's a lot, we had a lot of industry vet, veterans that were a part of this when it launched, as well as, you know, some of the best engineers in the appliance business uh, that did the research on this. And again, thinking about ways that we could develop a new luxury product. Um, and sous vide was just one of those that was for somebody who's very in tune with food and cooking as it enjoys making meals for their family or and or friends. Sous vide felt like it was the right spot for us. And you know, I'll give you just one other little analogy on this. I, I recently put the 36-inch uh, dual fuel range into my into my home uh, as I went through a eight-month remodel of my kitchen. <laughs> um, 
But you, you so, didn't cause the eight months. It was the other yeah, thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's no, make no, that no. clear. Right? I had yeah. the appliances well in advance, Steve. I was waiting on cabinets <laughs> and floor and the rest of it. So um, the one thing that is really uh, a cool aspect for me is I li live at high elevation. So I live at 5,000 feet elevation and we have LP where I'm at. So you have to convert natural gas to LP. You typically lose some power in that. When you're at a higher elevation with gas, you're going to lose a little bit of power in that. But because of the range that we make, um, we make a induction burner. Mm -hmm. So I bought the range that has two burners that are induction, two that are gas, and sous vide. That's perfect for my scenario because I lose nothing on power yeah. in high elevation and or LP with this induction. And that's the beauty, as you know, of induction. Induction to me is phenomenal. I can remember selling induction cooktops with Gen Air 20 some years ago and everybody was worried about the pans. Well, you don't have to worry about the pans anymore. Every, every pan you can find, even things at Target are totally good on induction today. Yes. But, but we, we found some unique pieces in that. And I can tell you, I'm my, I'm a, uh, not a good cook. I like to cook on the grill. My wife is a uh, terrible cook and she is self-admitted. So I'm not talking bad about my wife on this, Steve, but she is. We'll, we'll see. We'll see when she yeah. sees it on YouTube. Not we'll, cook when well, she watches this well, yeah, on I YouTube, it'll be, yeah. In the you'll find out then. But <laughs> we're using sous vide now. I'll never cook another piece of protein on a grill again. I mean, sous vide to me, the, the product comes out perfectly out of sous vide. And then I do a quick flash with it on the grill to sear yeah. it and get the seal in the uh, uh, juices and make it appearance wise a little better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, even on the videos, um, you know, they, they talk about sous vide. You got you to finish it in on a grill or or, sure. or in a frying pan or, yeah. you know, yep. hot poach yep. or whatever, whatever it might be. But Correct. yeah, it's, it's supposed to be... Um, you know, perfection in terms of overall temperature and, right. and, and consistency and not overcooking. Yeah, it's good. It's, a, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's an inter certainly interesting option. The other thing that you guys have got going for you is smart functionality. Yeah. For those people that know, there's, there's like a bunch of different kinds of smart. Uh, there's uh, ThinQ, which is your app. Uh, I would say Higher and G's, uh, yeah. Smart HQ would be good. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things out there that just don't have connectivity. But you guys do all the, the basics, you know, sure. Alexa, turn on my range, Alexa, yep. turn off my range. But when we, you know, when are we going to make the jump to Alexa, cook my lasagna the way I want it, you know, with what, however yeah. that may be, you know, with Alexa sending it out for the ingredients, the coming in, you putting it in and it cooking at, say, 375 for 22 and a half minutes, whatever it might be. Yeah. When are we going to get to that point where you smart becomes, you know, Jetson smart, if you will? Um, I'm not sure we, I don't know the answer to your question, Steve, on when, but mm -hmm. you know, there's so much technology now that is just pouring into this category. And, um, you know, we have, the app today where you can scan the barcode on whatever you're putting in and it gives you everything you need, set your temperature correctly, all those things just based off of that barcode scan that you, you have on the, on the product. So um, we're not quite there where you could, I think, personalize it to what you truly want it. You can make those adjustments once you get it put in, but 
maybe not to the personal side yet. Now, having said that, I think the next wave for us um, at LG, one of the things that we're introducing now is uh, ThinQ Care. And ThinQ Care is more about service and the service side of the business that we can monitor the customer's product for them. So we would let them know in advance if there are issues or upcoming issues and just, you know, I, I can tell you, and I'm sure with you today, I, I get a monthly email from the, my car company that says the health of my car is X. I have this much oil left in it. I have my mm-hmm. tires are inflated to this pressure and I'm going to need to take it in for a service checkup here in 2000 miles. I get that on a monthly basis. This is something that we're adding into the LG ThinQ, ThinQ Care or the ThinQ app is the care side of it now, which you know, we may be able to tell in advance of uh, our refrigerator getting warm and we could notify you as our service partner in advance. We, we think um, the refrigerator at this address is getting warm. Would you like to reach out and contact them and potentially set up? Here are the parts we think you need for that call. And uh, that, you know, the beauty of customer service, as you know, is that first call complete. If I can get out to a customer's home, solve that issue for them one time, it sure makes their life easier and they don't especially when they don't know there's potentially any, even a problem that's even better you know so that's really i think for us what we're leveraging right now is the thin q care and the service side of it yeah well for people that know we we service what we sell and 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 you know we did somewhere around forty five thousand service calls last yeah. year yeah and and here's how it's done now throughout the industry which is why it's not done very well in the industries right now let's just say i'm talking to the customers like you have a problem with your fridge so you have to describe that problem to us. Now, what we've done to mitigate that is, you know, we take all the calls and we've got scripts for that. Yeah. What we do is we have it. We send that to a technician that says, sounds like this. Right. Right. So if you describe the problem, if you describe the, the problem right to our person and our person describes the problem right to the person who's actually yeah. diagnosing it. Yeah. And, and we're, you know, in terms of the industry, we're pretty successful. But. If, if, if those interactions are good, you're going to, no problem. But if, if, if there's a weak link in any of those interactions, the, the appliance doesn't get fixed. So for right. the appliance to say, Hey, um, I think I'm broken or I might be breaking. Um, here are the parts that we're going to send to you. It, it changes the game for service. 100%. It changes the game. And especially since service is so critical in an industry that doesn't really value it very right. much. Right. Um, I, I think that's, that's a better, you know, people want the lasagna the way they want it. Yeah. And, yeah. and one of the reasons, you know, Janier said in 2018 that they were going to get there. And here we are four years later. Yeah. And, they, and you know, Lynx had the migro where yeah. the sensors that was supposed yeah. to, that was discontinued. Yeah. You know, I think that people focused on trying to get product out the door rather than trying to, you know, redevelop product to some extent. But yeah. that whole smart thing is, is, is better than, the other thing that you describe, if you can, if you can change the game and service and have the part and diagnose it properly, yeah, you're changing the way people should buy appliances. Right? Yeah. And I, I, you know, and you know, better than anybody, Steve, that the, in the luxury segment, how valuable that can be for somebody who's spending that kind of money on product. And so for us to be able to manage that for them, and this is stuff that we're, we're not charging customers for any of this service. This is just part of the package that you get. And so, in that we think we'll be able to elevate our service level um, 
to what a customer would expect from from a, buying a luxury product or spending that kind of money. But it doesn't even have to be luxury. It can be our core product in LG too. We're, we're delivering the same storyline through the LG core product. So, yeah, well, you're going to save 30 to 50%. You know, we're, we're the best, it's supposedly one of the tops in the industry at 71% yeah. first call completes. Yeah. That's yeah. like outstanding. Yeah. yeah. Average, I think is what, 40 to 45. Yeah. That's exactly. Just think about right. all the resources. I mean, it's Correct. crazy. Correct. So one final question, seeing that we're on smart and what smart will and will not do in the future. Um, three to five years, what do you think is going to change in the industry? Ooh. You know, I, I, uh, um, I, I speak a little bit, just having spent some time through the luxury side here. Uh, I, I think there's a lot more want to hide appliances and make it a little bit more modular through a kitchen and you know, if I want refrigeration that's just upper or I want refrigerator that's just lower compartment and, and I don't have to have this big bulky thing into my cabinets, I feel like that is going to continue. It's, it's already there. It's not new. It's not anything unique at, as we speak. But I think um, that could migrate to more customization of even the cooking side of it. Today, the cooking side is pretty loud and proud in what it is. And and many people like that style, but I think there's a growing uh, part of the business, as you know, with contemporary and minimalistic kitchens, et cetera. And through that side of it, you know, I can see where um, could you ever panel ready a wall of it to make it match with your cabinetry? Or could you ever, um, you know, I know there's some UL things around actually <laughs> hiding. You can't do that, but you could panel ready some things and make you know, I know that there's a lot of color, et cetera, but uh, color comes and goes. Uh, uh, and so styles change each year. And so I think mm -hmm. customers are looking for more timeless solutions through some of that when you when you spend that kind of money. So I don't, I, I'd use that as, as more panelization of product, potentially into the cooking side. Um, and then, you know, uh, for for us, I... I you know, I, I see a lot of new new product introduction stuff that LG is doing and, you know, the improvements that they're making in dishwashers and the cycle times of dishwashers and how dishwashers dry. Because that's, a, as you know, I think an Huge. industry challenge with all the energy Plastics. requirements. So we're, we're doing some really unique things that we'll launch even this year uh, that will have one hour wash and dry cycles that are perfect. And so... Um, you know, there, there's there's still a lot of technology left. I'll, I'll leave it at this. I, I saw a new product that we'll have out by the end of this year that's going to be spectacular um, in the LG Studio line that, you know, customization, you can change it every single day if you wanted to. You can have it one color, 10 colors, three colors, whatever you want. You, you could do it and you do it from your phone and it, it could blend in with your cabinetry. You could do it from uh, uh, an app. It's it's awesome. It's going to be spectacular. So, wow, that is awesome. You know, by the way, I mean, you know, we talk about where do you see it, and you know, the the single most reliable, according to our surveys last year, you know, based on cost, we rank everything. Yeah. Because for us, it's like the difference between you know a huge loss or or, or not. The single most reliable product we saw last year was an LG dishwasher. Yeah. We needed service less than two percent of the time. That's, that's yeah. outstanding. And I agree with you. You know, I I, I think that. You know, people want, you know, you know, people want solutions to an all stainless kitchen. Sure. And 
and, and stainless is good. I have stainless in my kitchen, yep. but they want legitimate kind of like, and it's not all pink. It's not all yellow. Right. It's, right. it's like maybe a pop of color or some right. modularization. I yep. think cooking still needs to be centralized on the stovetop to some degree, but I, I agree with you. I think that's kind of where the industry is, you know, a little less formal, a little yeah. less bulky, yeah. a little more um, design aesthetic, kind of like the way the Europeans do it. So I, right. I, I, agree. I agree with you. I agree, Steve. Anyway, hey, listen, I, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I think you guys have done a great job and um, look forward to doing some more with you. I do as well. You, you're a great customer of ours and I, I've uh, showed your business off to many of our executives and they're, they, they love Yale. They love what you guys well, I do. Appreciate- not just not just from the retail side, but the back end of your business. And that's what I'm as impressed with as anything is the service, the installation, the customer service, the dedication you have to all that delivery, install, et cetera. So that to us is just as important as the front side yes. of the education you put the, your uh, team through and the customers through. So congratulations. Well, and to you too. Thanks again for uh, thanks again for uh, for talk with us. I know how busy well, you guys you're are. You're welcome, Steve. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks. Now that we've seen a glimpse of the future with LG and appliances, let's stop over at one of the showrooms to see these products in action. We spoke to one of our salespeople to give us a tour with a more in-depth explanation of the appliances mentioned during our interview. Here we're standing in our SKS kitchen in the Yale Appliance Hanover showroom. I'm standing in front of the SKS 48 inch range here. SKS is the premium line of the LG family. They do a lot of different professional products and really one of the most unique appliances that's on the market today is this 48 inch range from SKS. Really some of the unique things that you see here are really primarily on the top here. So this range, the configuration comes with four burners. Also what it comes with is a two burner induction zone as well as a sous vide zone here. Sous vide is really one of the best ways to cook and to get the most accurate temperature when cooking things like steaks and looking to get it medium rare, things like that. Allows you to cook in the sous vide here and then you can finish either on the top or in the oven. SKS again really has built a lot of really nice higher end touches into their professional products. A really nice touch screen control panel here that really lets you cook in a lot of different ways. So here, when we're using it, we can select the oven. We can select exactly what you're cooking in their gourmet chef menu here. If say we wanna do a prime rib or something like that, we'll select beef. We'll select a roast beef. If we want it rare, however you wanna cook that, say we wanna go to medium rare. And this will tell you the exact temperature to cook it at, where to put the temperature probe and where to put the rack in the oven. In addition, SKS also has more standard ranges as far as configuration. So if you didn't want the sous vide and you didn't want the induction, they do offer a 48 inch with six burners and a griddle as well. In addition, they do offer a 36 inch professional range. SKS really offers a full array of products for everything that you need in your kitchen. Everything from double ovens like you see here to combination ovens with a speed oven up top and a single oven underneath, dishwashers, built-in refrigeration, freestanding products like 30 inch front control ranges, counter depth freestanding uh, refrigerators. So if you haven't checked out SKS, I would absolutely encourage you to do so. Great product, great warranty, three years full parts and labor out of the box. Really a brand that we really enjoy here at Yale. Well, that brings us to the end of season two of Behind the Brand. 
Thank you to everyone who spoke with us this season. And thank you for those of you who turned in. And as always, if you like what you learned, don't forget to like or subscribe for more information about appliances, home renovation tips, and trends. See you next week. Thank you.